How you doing, everybody? It is your guy, Taz the Angel, here with more car talk. Good conversation you can ride to. And today, before we get into the message, I'm going to give the message from our sponsor, which is Lone Star Platinum Auto Glass, formerly known as Stephen Johnson Windshield Repair. Well, we are a full service windshield repair company that travels in local locations. We're stationed in Gainesville, Texas, and willing to travel to areas to do the repairs at your convenience, uh, depending on the uh, length of the, the commute, uh, travel fee will be added to the repair. Contact us at 940-539-5912. Again, that is 940-539-5912. That is Lone Star Platinum Auto Glass. So, today is... Oh, oh I'm sorry. Also, I want to give my thank yous. I just want to give thank yous to uh, my supporters, the people who watch, the people who listen, like, comment, share, donate, whatever. Uh, I will, however, know who my genuine looking for my towel uh, genuine supporters are starting with this episode because once this episode is posted all episodes video after episode 10 will be placed on patreon where I'm having two tiers of memberships they are uh, a monthly subscription uh, one tier is five dollars the other tier is 15 a month I think it might be 10 I'm gonna say 15 just to be safe I'd rather say more than it be less than me say less than it be more um, again every episode of the podcast after 10 will be placed on patreon so the first one through 10 you will still be able to, to view without the membership but everything 10 prior will be uh, behind the wall of Patreon. So for $5 a month, excuse me, for $5 a month, you will have access to all of the podcast episodes. Excuse me again. It's weird because I haven't drank anything acidic. Either way, <clears throat> for the first tier, the $5 tier on Patreon, you will have access to all of the podcast episodes. Again, $5 a month, that's maybe a burger somewhere. For the higher tier, however, <clears throat> you will have access to all of the podcast episodes, poetry, uh, when I, I'm writing music again, I'll be posting that to my Patreon as well as my gameplay videos for my PlayStation 4 uh, the different video games that I play and those games range from Grand Theft Auto 5 online um, The Avengers The Division 2 um, I'm 
that I'm looking at, but I can't think of it. The newest Uncharted, I want to say it was called Lost Chapters. Um, several games, and I'm actually about to start uh, playing and streaming Madden as well. Um, so you'll have access to all of those things and more. Uh, some of my random thoughts that I don't usually uh, express with people um, or share with people, rather, uh, that will be available there. Um, and again, many, many other things. So again, with the Five Dogs here, you get access to all the podcast episodes. With the $15 tier, you get access to all the podcast episodes, um, special uh, random thought videos, game streaming videos, um, poetry, music. I'm going to lubricate my arms because I see ash and I don't like that. So... After today, the only podcast episodes you will be able to view for free will be episodes 1 through 10. Because, and uh, you know, I've expressed this for a great deal of time now that I want to monetize the podcast so it can become a business. And also, then become a career. So, that's the uh, first step that I'm taking. Well, the next step that I'm taking. Because first was the Cash App and PayPal donations. But you cannot run a business on donations. Also, there will be some Card Talk with Taz Angel merchandise coming soon. Shirts, hoodies, hats. Uh, They will start off with uh, being directly tied to the podcast. And then they'll branch out <clears throat> into other original ideas. I've already come up with a few uh, ideas for like graphic, what they call graphic tees, the ones that have words on them. I've come up with a few quotes for those already. Hope this isn't bothering you guys. I don't think that uh, moisturizing these massive guns here would be an extra not a minus um, as you can see I do have the uh, the uh, grill in today so that is a thing let me try to move this great get that back But uh, yeah, so those are the things that I want you guys to be looking forward to. 
because they're on the way. Again, I'm trying to literally make this a business so I can make it a career. <clears throat> so with all of that out of the way, the thank yous, the updates, now it's time for the actual episode. Uh, and today's episode will be the beginning of a series. Uh, and the episode is titled simply, What Are You Waking Up For? I'm going to let that breathe for a second. What are you, specifically you, what are you waking up for? <clears throat> when you get up, what are you doing? What do you want to be doing? And what are you doing to get there? Another way of asking this or another way of saying this is what are your whys but i kind of like mine better what are you waking up for can't just be because the alarm went off can't just be because you had a nightmare can't just be because your kids or your roommate your spouse significant other was being loud and woke you up what are you getting out of the bed for what is your purpose and that's a a very simple question to ask but can be a very difficult question to answer what is your purpose? Now, I'm of the belief that we all have a purpose. I believe that we all have a purpose. Of course, they are all different. They all uh, are given differently, are executed differently, and give different impacts but they all exist right and to show that there's a difference you know many people uh, encourage entrepreneurship but it's it's best left to the entrepreneurs right Everybody isn't a business owner and can't be because <clears throat> if everybody owned their business, how would they be able to grow the business and employ other people? They can't employ other people because those other people are too busy running their own. Employees are necessary. Good employees, great employees are appreciated. 
but employees are necessary, period. So everyone can't be the business owner. Somebody has to be the, the assistant manager. Someone has to be the third key. Someone has to be the cashier. Someone has to be the custodian, right? All of these things may hold a different level of impact, but they are all necessary because if you're the CEO of a store, you don't also want to be the person responsible for cleaning the bathrooms while also being responsible for running the cash register while also be res being responsible for maintain the stock levels on the shelves you need other people for those positions for those jobs to complete those tasks because employees are necessary so entrepreneurship is great for the entrepreneurs but is wasted on the employees conversely jobs are wasted on entrepreneurs happens all the time happens all the time where and Dame Dash, I couldn't think of his name for a second, but Dame Dash spoke on this for years, right? And he was talking about, I remember he did this interview at the Breakfast Club where he got very passionate about ownership and entrepreneurship. Excuse me again. I don't know what's up with that. But he got very passionate in that conversation. And <clears throat> he was saying how he was raising his children to be business owners. And they all had their own respective businesses. One had a restaurant. The other one sold art. Um, and so on and so forth. They had the mentality and the mindset needed to be an entrepreneur <clears throat> and in that conversation I remember um, Charlemagne kind of in the way of sensationalizing his statement I didn't like it he was saying no I'm sorry it wasn't Charlemagne it was actually DJ Envy he was saying, oh, so uh, all the people who are listening to us while they go to their jobs, they should feel bad because they're going to a job. And he was saying, no, I don't think there's anything wrong with having a job. He said, it's just not for me. I don't want to have a job. He's like, I, I can't tell you that it's, it's wrong to uh, have employees because I employ people. I need those people. He has a production company. He needs those people to produce the movies that he uh, that they produce 
uh, if I'm not mistaken, he has a record label. He needs the people to run that record label and to make the records. So, a person who has a mentality and mindset of an entrepreneur doesn't belong at someone else's job. But because of the security of it, the security of knowing that either every week or every two weeks, or if you like a teacher or something like that, maybe once a month, but <clears throat> for the majority, at least every two weeks, you're going to get a guaranteed check. You have insurance through them, life, health, dental, visual, vision, visual, have all this insurance benefits as they call them because you work there and you get secure or you get comfortable I should say in that level of security <clears throat> I got comfortable in it honestly speaking I got comfortable in the routine of going to the same place at the same time doing the same thing and getting paid not that bad to do it I got comfortable in that and I had to be taken out of that comfort zone for me to do my own thing I haven't had a job since January of this year and I've I could have tried very very hard or talked to a few people that I know in certain places and be like hey man do you know get me hired on Now I apply to jobs because I now draw unemployment and they're not gonna ever get me uh, catch me saying I don't apply for the jobs because I definitely do. Uh, and I actually apply for more than the suggested amount just to let them know I'm out here. But my focus is on building my own. And I didn't have the time nor the resources to do that when I was working the traditional job now I work 12 hour shifts so it wasn't a 9 to 5 let the scalp breathe a little bit it's a little sunny out here but um, I didn't have the time or the resources to do that when I was working but I do now and so thankful that I do because I've been saying for years that I don't my destiny isn't tied to someone else's clock to someone saying on this day on this time you have to be here for this this many hours and this is what I'm going to give you for the time that that you're going to be here because <clears throat> in essence the the job 
is buying your time. Yeah, they're buying your effort and wanting productivity of some sort from you. But when it's simplified down to its basis, you're being compensated because they're telling you they, this amount of hours out of your life is worth this much. This is what I'm willing to pay you for these hours of your life. And I believe my time is worth it. Because with my time, you get my mind. Which, both humbly and realistically speaking, won't find another like it in in close proximity. So with me getting the same pay that you would give anyone for this amount of hours for these days, it's not accurate to what I'm actually bringing. To the table for lack of better terms I really don't like saying the brain to the table term but for lack of better wording that's what it is you can hire 15 other people to do the exact same thing that I do none of them would do it the way I do it when I was working there one of the things that was said to me was They didn't like that I was able to be in the office as much as I was, as opposed to being on the floor. Now this was said to me while also giving us a sheet of paper that says we have to do three line checks per shift, even gives us a time frame for each line check. I always did those. We had to do something called 100% samples. Pipe that was two inches and smaller in diameter. Every single coil that was cut, a two foot sample had to be cut from it. Originally, the line operators on the floor would measure those. Someone from another facility, a much smaller facility, said, hey, we do this, you guys should do it too. Now, the facility they went to, that, that they were from, had one, maybe two lines that would actually run two inch and small in diameter. We had about six, maybe seven. So it was a whole different ball game. But we did them. Other shifts, some, some of the other shifts weren't able to complete those fully. And 
there were times when I would have to come in in the morning to start my shift and there would be remaining samples from the prior shift that were not completed. I, however, never did that. All of my line checks were always done. All of my 100% samples were always done. All the testing, everything that I had to do was always done to completion. <clears throat> but the complaint was, you don't have to be on the floor as much as they do. I believe in efficiency. Quality, literally quality over quantity because I worked in quality. So literally quality over quantity. They didn't share that mindset, so it was an issue. But I said that to say, I'm able to do more with less because my steps are more calculated. So the mind that you're getting for this allotted amount of time, each shift, it's just a little different than the other ones you employ. Doesn't mean better, doesn't mean worse. Just means different. So by getting the same compensation, it's not really giving me what I deserve. And truthfully speaking, there's not many times you're going to work a job and work it well and truly get compensated for what you do. And if you're okay with that reality, then you're an employee and there's nothing wrong with that. If you're not okay with that reality, then you might be an entrepreneur. There's nothing wrong with that either. Because again, the employer needs the employee. It is a necessity to have employees. So though one may have a more broad impact and reach larger areas, the other is still necessary in a car. You have <clears throat> you have the motor that you know crank the car and just walk up start running stuff right and you need that engine right you also need a fuel pump and it's much smaller and much cheaper to buy <laughs> but they're both necessary because if your fuel pump goes out, your car is not driving anywhere. You're gonna need that fuel pump replaced. So something that may be smaller and have a lower range of activity, still necessary for you to be able to move forward. So, why are you waking up? What do you have in mind that you want to do? What is the what is the thing that you do, even if just a little bit better than anyone else? 
are better than the average. Maybe you can draw. And it doesn't mean you're supposed to be a, a, a paid artist. It doesn't mean you're supposed to paint masterpieces. Maybe you're supposed to draw for your sanity. Maybe drawing can relieve stress for you and make you more efficient. Hmm. Excuse me. More efficient and better at the other things you do throughout your day. Maybe that makes you a better you for the things that you're doing now. Maybe it's exercise. Maybe you can push yourself a little bit further than the average person. You can be more fit than the average person. What do you do that's better than the average? We all have that. We all have that. One of the <clears throat> one of my favorite parables in the Bible is a parable about the talents. God gathered three men. Gave one man ten talents. Gave another man five talents. And gave the third man one talent. And then he leaves. God leaves. After a while he comes back. I don't remember the exact time. After a while he returns to the guys. Gathers them around again. Got the ten. He said, God, you gave me 10 talents, but I doubled them. Got 20. Well done. He got the five. Said, hey, you gave me five? Double that. Hold this 10 for me. Well done. The guy with the one, however, he ran. He said, wait, hold up, God. I'll be right back. Ran to his backyard dug up the one talent that he was given and ran back <clears throat> hey god i buried it in the backyard because i ain't going to lose it here you go i was disappointed so you ain't do nothing with that you just hit it you ain't do nothing with it you ain't double it you ain't triple it you ain't use it let me get that talent about you sir and if i'm not mistaken he gave it to the man who at that time had 20 because he originally had 10 but doubled it. So that guy had 21. 21, 21. Had 21. <laughs> so <clears throat> what I like to do, and I got this mindset a while, maybe a year and a half, two years ago. I'm be honest. My measurement of time has been thrown off by 2020. Their whole COVID year of like basically nothingness impacted my recall. So it may have been longer. It may have been longer. Uh, so to be safe, I'm going to just say two years ago. Around two years ago, I, I sat and I thought about that parable. And initially, it's real easy to say, Man, why did dude just go hold on, or just bury it in the backyard, man? He should've went out and doubled it like everybody else. He should've went out there and worked with it and grew it. And that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kinda just think about how he got there. Cause I, 
It's all about your whys, not your what's. It's your whys. What's are important, but whys are more important because they are the things that spark and cause the what's. If you influence the whys, you influence the what's. So, <clears throat> why? Why did this guy just go buried in the backyard? Why didn't he go use it like the other two guys? Fear. Now, this is just my thoughts through observation. Of course, I, I have no factual evidence because this isn't even a, 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 a historical event. This is a parable. But my interpretation, based on what I read and what I recall, is he was afraid. Because guess what? The guy who had 10, let's say he didn't double it. Let's say he went out there and worked his hardest. And he lost two. But then the other 80 had, he was able to gain momentum on those. And he got 12 from those eight. Now that'll put him back at 20. But two of his original talents, gone. Right. Same thing is possible with the five. <clears throat> he could have went out there, lost a couple, and then re-upped using the others. But the guy who only had one, if he loses, there's no re-up. I don't have anything else to fall back on. So due to the fear of loss, <laughs> huh. when I moved to Texas in 2016, this is semi off topic, but it's very relevant. When I moved to Texas in 2016, that's when I first started repairing windshields. And it was with a marketing company. <clears throat> And we were taught lessons in marketing. And one of the things that they said was the fear of loss is always greater than the need to gain. And it shows itself true in this multiple thousand year old parable. The fear of losing his one and only was greater than his need to gain more. So instead of trying to gain more, he just made sure he didn't lose anything. But this is also where the saying, if you don't lose it, I'm sorry, if you don't use it, you lose it, comes in. He didn't use the talent that he was given. So he literally lost it. So the thing he feared all along, he caused. Hmm. That's a bar. 
that's a bar. Sometimes the very thing that we fear happening, we cause it because we're moving out of fear in the first place. What am I afraid of? This is supposed to be what dreams are made of. What are you afraid of? Because what you're afraid of, you may be causing. Mm. Not gonna lie, they're sticking. That is sticking with me. And it may end up causing uh, a topic for another episode. Mm. Whatever you're afraid of, you may be causing it. Self-fulfilling prophecy. The very thing you're afraid of happening, you're focused on it. You're moving based on it. Causes it. So what do you do with the one thing that you have slightly better than most? Do you go in the closet and do it? Make sure nobody sees you, locks all the doors. Make sure no one sees you, no one hears you. Do you hide it in a sketchbook? Do you hide it that you're recording or writing poetry? You hide it in a notebook or journal. You hide it in your locked up phone, in your audio recorder. You hide the music that you're working on because you don't think it's good enough for other people to actually like it. What do you do? That's slightly better than the average person. Once you find that out and come to grips with it, the task is then, what do you do with it? Because you gotta do something if you don't wanna lose it. You gotta do something with it. Right? You gotta do something with it. It makes me think of the Eminem song, Lose Yourself. You gotta lose yourself in the music the moment you own it. You better never let it go. You only got one shot. Do not miss your chance to blow. This opportunity comes once in a lifetime. <laughs> this is relevant to a conversation, a debate actually, that me and my homies were having few days ago and I'll speak on it shortly 
The question was, is Bow Wow a legend? Split down the middle. Two of us said yes, two of us said no. I say unequivocally yes. This man has sold over 24 million records. 16 number ones. Number one hits. 14 singles, two whole albums. Number one. The main and primary music video source that we had in that era where he was out was 106 and Park. He had the most retired songs in that show's history. And to retire a song, it had to be number one for 65 days straight. After that, they have to retire to give another one a shot. He had the most of those. That is legendary. That is a legend. The disputes were, nobody's listening to him now. Nobody's checking for him. People think he's corny now. I even heard a few people say, because the debate was also on Facebook, I heard a few people say, Lil Bow Wow was a legend, but Bow Wow is not. People, it's the same human. That is a, an extremely nitpicky. There's an extremely nitpicky argument to say, oh, when he was younger, he was a legend. When he got older, he wasn't. He had already made th those marks. He had already sold those records. What do you mean? That's like saying, Prime Ladanian Thomason, San Diego Chargers legend, running back, top five running backs of all time. Don't argue with me, argue with yourself in the mirror, in the bathroom, lock the door, turn the lights off. Anyway, <clears throat> it's like saying prime him is a legend. But later on his last couple years when he went to the Jets, he wasn't a legend no more. Michael Jordan, when he was with the Bulls, he was a legend. But when he retired and came back with the Wizards, he wasn't a legend no more. How? He had already made those marks. He had already done what he had to do. Brett Favre. He kept coming back after he retired and he just tarnished his legacy. But because of all of the interceptions he threw, he ain't a legend no more. Achievements are achievements. You don't always get 15 years to be great. Sometimes you get one. What are you gonna do with that month? What are you gonna do with that year? What are you gonna do with that time that you're given? You gonna squander it away? 
wishing you had more, complaining about what you don't have, or are you gonna go out there and sell 24 million records? And let the chips fall where they may afterwards. Are you gonna become a legend? Are you gonna utilize the time that you're given, the moment that you're given, the talent that you're given? Because to go back to the employee conversation, some people manage better than others. They have the ability to say, hey, I need you to do, I need you to do, I need you to do. And those three people that they sent off were the best ones out of the choices to do that exact task. And guess what else? Some people stock better. When I was working, I'll say the name, when I was working at Dollar General Market, when I was living in Mississippi, there was this one guy who was crazy with the stocking game. I don't care what uh, tote you gave him, I don't care what U-boat you gave him, I don't care what roll tainer you gave him. He was going to finish his before everybody else. I don't care what you gave him. You can give one person a bunch of paper, which those boxes are very easy to stock because they're the big boxes of tissue, paper towels, they take up a lot of room and they're light. You can give somebody, you can give him all the canned food, whole bunch of small metal cans in one box. He gonna knock out his at first. It was just better. I don't care how hard you tried, you weren't finna stock as fast as him. He was just better. He was so good at stocking that he was given the position to manage the grocery side of the store. He wasn't that good of a manager, but he was so good at stocking that the store manager said, I have to, I have to give him something better. Even if this is what he does, I gotta pay him more. I gotta give him a, a better position to more accurately pay him for what he's doing. And I respect our manager for that. Because he saw talent and he rewarded it the best way he could. Respect him for that. So what do you have that's slightly better than the average person? What do you do that's better? Once you find out what you're gonna do with it. Because that's what'll decide your mark on this world. Everybody's name doesn't have to be in the history books. Everyone's name doesn't have to be written in newspapers spoken over the airwaves and radio, said on the TV, recorded in movies and all that. 
everybody's voice doesn't have to be heard, remembered, their names, not by the masses. Your destiny could be raising some amazing children into amazing adults. Your job could be touching and influencing the next person who's supposed to be great. Maybe you have the gift of persuasion, of gab. How you using it? What are you doing with that? Why do you wake up? What do you do once you're awake? Is it what you really desire to be doing? And if not, what steps are you taking to get there? These are necessary questions that need answers. Otherwise, you're moving through life aimlessly. And every second you move aimlessly, there's a wasted second. The one thing that we can't get back in this life is time. Can't get it back. I've been speaking now for over 49 minutes. The time this, when I first started talking, I ain't never getting that back. It's gone. So you can get money back, cars back, houses back. You can even get spouses back, children back. You can't get time back. And what I mean by children and all that, not if anyone passes away, I'm not saying that, but if you have an issue, you can resolve that issue with someone. I spoke about that in greater detail in the podcast entitled We Don't Have the Luxury. You can do what it takes to mend a relationship. But what happens when that person is no longer here or you're no longer here? Now you ended on those terms and nobody's happy about that. What are you doing with the moments you're given? Because you're giving them. Because you're listening right now. You're looking right now. So you're giving moments. What are you doing with them? So this is the first episode of a series called Making Progress. I like that title. I wasn't set on the titles of the of the series until that very moment. I like that. Making progress. This is the first first episode. Because to move forward, you must first know where forward is, what direction are you supposed to be moving in, 
You have to know what four it is. So hopefully, this episode has helped you know where to look. Oh man. Let's sit up again. Good job. <laughs> so hopefully this episode has helped you narrow down the areas that you're supposed to be looking in and deciding what are you supposed to be doing in those areas with those moments. Because that's what I'm, I'm hoping I did. I appreciate you guys. I appreciate you for listening, for watching, liking, commenting, sharing, subscribing. I appreciate all the support. And again, I'll find out who the real supporters are. And those are the people that we're gonna move forward with. And we're gonna leave the asses behind. That's why it's called it behind anyway, right? <laughs> we're gonna leave them behind and move forward together grow together make progress together I appreciate you guys I love you guys this has been Taz the Angel here with my car talk good conversation you can ride to with my grill in for the first episode I've worn, I've had it for a while now <clears throat> but I haven't done or worn it uh, in an episode until today. Which is also special, I guess. Sure, why not? Um, but yeah, this is Taz Angel. Here with more car talk. Good conversation you can ride to. I appreciate you guys. Talk to you later.